Brothers and Others, episode four, round two. We are back from last week. We had some technical difficulties, so we're interviewing my dad again. Yes. And it was great fun. It was great, but was, we're hoping such, to be better this week. It was a really good podcast, but it'll be better this time. Hopefully. Hopefully it actually works. Jude has an announcement. But also, yes, as you can see here and up here, we got the stickers. So you come see me. And you verify that you shouted at the new podcast out. You don't have to shout. Yes, you do, and you'll get new stickers. Yes, and they're nice. And if you're really lucky, uh, brothers and others coffee mug. No, not yet. <laughs> not Maybe yet. when we blow up. Um, but no, listen, listen. These are high quality vinyl stickers. Put See them on this? your Chromebooks. You could wear them on your shirt, your car. Exactly. We got them <laughs> in the coffee cups. Everywhere. The QR code leads to the link tree. Yep. So whenever you want to watch your brothers and others, you just scan it, and you're right there. Take your phone. They're the bomb. You see it? Bomb.com. You do your face ID, mm-hmm. and look at that. Bang. Dude, it came off. It turned off. Yeah, your phone shut off. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. There, now show it. Now. The Brothers Boom. and Others podcast. You can't see that. But right. it's very exciting. Hit Jude up. Hit me up. Hit somebody up. We get you stickers. So, interviewing my dad. What did we start with? Hey, so, it's great what? to see you. Yes, this is great to see you again. <laughs> Round two. Um. So, what does your life look like on the daily? What does my daily life look like? Like, what are you all involved? First of all, that's a bad. First of all, I'd like to say, man, thank you so much. I'm uh, I'm very thankful and honored and you know excited to be here with you on the Brothers and Others podcast. Episode four, the Um, number three others. Number three other. Yep. So, what does my daily life look like? So, I uh, during the week, I get to own and operate manage uh with a great team uh construction company uh k construction and so i get to solve problems mainly uh i get to project manage a little bit uh residential and commercial construction projects and then um i get to be a dad to four kids two of which are here with me um and then on the weekend I also get to do I get to do some ministry things. I'm uh, leading with a with another guy, a couple guys, uh, a ministry called Men's Encounter, and then on the weekend I get to, uh, I'm an elder at Highview Church, so I get to preach sometimes and and lead some people there as well. So I would say as a, if if I had to sum it all up, man, I get to spend a lot of time leading. Leading, leading is how you get a lot of places in life. I would say. Do you agree with that? Or is it kind of like is when it, uh, you get the places you become the leader? Or is, is it leading, kind of the other way around? Or does leading make your hair fall out? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I discovered that I was bald in the back of my head with this camera. Thank well, you very I'm much. pretty sure I have grandpa's genetics and my luscious locks will stay forever. Yeah. So yeah, no, you're. So what they say is you look at your mom's dad well grandpa and still has hair grandpa so roger good. has hair in spades for sure so we're good grandpa well i was Carl, talking about grandpa so joe grandpa joe has a lot of hair yeah it doesn't count like that it's mom's dad well i have a bowl cut and grandpa does too so i'm going with him you got hope that's the <laughs> bottom line is you have hope <laughs> so um, go ahead yeah no, i didn't answer your question but what was my question you can ask another one. Oh, okay um do you have a question dude uh <laughs> When what's my what's my next raise at Cake and Shrimp? <laughs> Bro, you get have to ask Tyler. Sorry, right. that's rigged anyway. Cause you started out at like B 
basically. We don't discuss uh, okay. on That's actually podcast. illegal to ban that. Oh, not on the podcast. Well, it's I at it. the job site. Um. So, what would your advice to people just starting out, like just graduated high school or something, to like get a good start in life or like be get financially stable like just mainly in general but also we we talk about a bunch of finance so like start off financially stable and be successful per se in life so just starting out uh first of all man save some money get some money in the bank thousand dollars is what dave ramsey would say uh with inflation that might be like 2500 at this point but man, get, get an emergency fund so that when life happens you you have something to fall back on a cushion uh, that's step one. Step two, I'd say, is uh, man, find what you're passionate about, what you love doing, uh, and man, try to find a place to serve around or find someone who's doing it well and see how you can help them. Because ultimately, uh, man, if, if, if you're willing to learn and man, you, you admit that you don't know everything and are teachable, uh, man, people will invest in you and help you, uh, you know, along the way. Make it easy to be helped, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look, nobody wants to teach someone who knows it all. So, and be teachable, I'd say, uh, is a big one. Do you have any questions, Jude? We're going to take turns, or do you just want me to ask a bunch of questions? Back in your day, were you teachable, (laughs) would you say? Like at what, what What taught you? What was like in... How did I learn? Yeah, how'd you learn to be teachable? What like was a big factor in changing your mindset to be teachable? Um, you know, that's a good question. I would say... Uh, Do you have like a certain coach or someone like that? You know, I had a... I had a... Uh, there were a couple of guys who were influential in my life. Um, you know, probably there was a guy... That, I had a professor in college... Who, uh, who really believed in me? Mm-hmm. He, uh, he saw. I mean, he told me that that really, man, I could do anything I, anything I wanted to do, if I set my mind to it. I mean, I know that sounds pretty cliche, mm-hmm. but I actually believed the guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and listened to him. And man, he uh, had a big impact. His name was Bud Langley. Um, but he, uh, he was an engineer. He actually helped me get my first job uh out after i'd graduated he hooked me up in a uh in a good company that that was kind of i was in engineering so it was multidisciplinary so i got a bunch of different you know a a wide exposure and uh, you know i think it was because he saw i was hungry to learn Uh, but but his belief in me kind of inspired in me a desire to achieve so i think that was that was pretty that was pretty impactful to me. So you, talk, you talked a little bit about graduating college. So how did you get to where you are today? What do you mean? What? Like, basically, like, what's the story, basically, the how you ended up here? Yeah. Here, where? Like, where you In are In Alta now. Vista, Kansas? Basically, running wow. right a country. You want the company. really, <laughs> you want the long <laughs> version? Or the, so, uh, like yeah. Short All right, version. short version. Um, look, man, I mean. So I, I grew up, man, with my dad uh, working. So, I mean, I, I could go way back, but just... What, like, what? how old were you when you actually started, like, working on the crew? I started working on the crew. 
uh, in the summers for sure. I mean, I just literally kindergarten. And in kindergarten, I started pulling nails. I think uh, I think I might have told you guys this story before, but man, when I was in kindergarten, I remember we lived in Wynn, Arkansas, and my dad. This was my very first job. He uh, he got a deal with the neighbor to tear down his barn and for the wood. And I, my job was to pull all the nails and stack the lumber. Mm-hmm. And so what I got out of that was this old rundown broken mini bike that <laughs> man that, that we used to. We used to, you had to kickstart it for like, it seemed like 30 or 45 minutes, but once it got going, man, it ran well. So I don't know if it, it's probably just a little fuel problem. Like my dad wasn't a mechanic, so he probably could have fixed it if he'd have pulled a plug in it. But anyway, so that was, that was where I started. Um, it just, I was always working with him. He taught me, uh, to work. And so I, I would say, you know, I did that all through when I could, when I was available and wasn't in school, um, you know, I, you know, frankly, man, I, I followed your mom to uh, Lawrence because she was going to KU. KU. Um, you. Yo, how about that football team? Yeah, I know. Five, mm-hmm. five and one. Mm-hmm. So I Just moved. Just like the Braves. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> I moved to uh, Lawrence to follow her, really, and uh, went to school there. I got a, uh, I got a degree, you know, a couple associates degree. I went to Johnson County uh, Community College and really kind of a career uh, in computer drafting is what I was pursuing. I, I, I knew that I would kind of, I could kind of use it. In, engineering was interesting to me and it would be handy in building, but man, I, I really had the intentions to go work in industry as a designer. Um, that's kind of what I did for a couple years. Uh, and then really probably the year 2000, 2000 and yeah, it was around, I got married in 2000, so 2002-ish. Uh, you know, they were busy back here. My brother, Jason, I, I don't know that you guys didn't really get to meet him before he passed away, but he started the company with my dad while I was in college. I mean, we were we were back here pretty frequently. We played in a band for like 14 years. Flat tire band. on a dirt road in the rain. Yeah, I've flat tire, flat tire on, <laughs> on a dirt road in the rain. Um, so I was back here and they were busy and they needed help. and. Man, I, we uh, we talked about working together, mm-hmm. so moved back here in 2002 to do that with him. Uh, and you know, I took care of the buildings. He took care of concrete, and and I would say from that point, man, I really started. I was reading a lot. Uh, you know, I, I actually kind of started a uh, an an electronic payments business what? alongside, yeah. I've never told you. I've about never it. heard about this. Yeah. <laughs> what? Started a company called Allex when I was uh, when I moved back here, primarily because I wasn't full time as a builder, and you know there wasn't enough mm-hmm. work to keep me busy the whole time, and we needed to. I wanted to create more revenue and to cover those expenses to be able to. Because dude, I took a pay cut in half to yeah. move back here. I mean, we were making good I money in the city. So you're telling me. I have no lived here, lived for 18 years. I have never heard of this Allex company. Yeah. What was that? Allex was uh, we were uh, we were uh, a licensed provider of credit card merchant service accounts and electronic check processing, what? electronic check conversion uh, before it was big. Man, so. so why didn't it go big? Like what were you doing? Dude, Elon Musk beat you by four years then, didn't he? Because Elon Musk was PayPal, 
Mm-hmm. And he sold it for like two million. Yeah. So close, Dad. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't quite at Elon Musk level. <laughs> I mean, I actually failed miserably, man. <laughs> so uh, what happened to it? Um, I mean, the bottom line was, look, I it uh, I was divided. I would say, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was young. Um, I learned a ton, man. We, you know, dude, it cost my mom and dad. Bless them. Man, they wasn't it twenty grand. It costs like twenty five k, man, to get a license through Chexpedite. You know, the real killer was once I got educated. We paid that for an education, Uh, but but once I got in the industry, we could have got it for nothing. Yeah, that's a killer. But I mean, bottom line was, man, I did I did go out and work. Uh, I learned a lot about sales. You know, I got I I did a lot of sales training. Um, You know, I was calling cold calling, cold calling. business owners you know and asking to see their financials <laughs> and their and their uh you know, their credit card processing dude they gave it to me which is crazy but uh you know, like that working you're like what's this 23 year old kid doing no that was it dude i mean the bottom line was i didn't understand value at that point i didn't understand you know really serving i was just trying to sell the lowest price and, yeah, yeah. and it was it was really a commodity business uh and I would certainly approach it a different way now, but I, I would tell you I learned a ton about how to run a business and how to start well, it with that. I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I never heard, heard about what's the 25K. Yeah. <laughs> I just heard the numbers. I've, I'm not I'm not sure I've ever paid him back for that. We should. I should Jeez. probably do that one. <laughs> That's crazy. 20 wow. years later. Yeah. What's that with inflation? A lot of interest. <laughs> interest. <laughs> compounding interest. <laughs> Give him a $100 check and be like, I'm mean, a $100,000 check and just be like, it's a Christmas gift. There you go. They won't take it, though. They'll probably give you that back. <laughs> That's okay. That's, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Learned something new today. Um... <laughs> So, how should I word this? I'm trying to think of what I should say. Um, so, I don't, it's kind of like what Colton was saying last week. Like, you just got to start making experience, and you got to, like... Don't do it. Start work. Sorry, hitting the table. You got to, like, just work hard and find a way to learn to yeah, get experience. Facts. So, look, I mean, looking back now, if I had it to do over again, right? Uh, man, I was... I, I would I would say, man, I wish I had found the Lord earlier and, man, really started to seek His will for my life, um, because I think if I'd have done that, man, I would have I would have probably avoided some of the zigging and the zagging. Um, but, man, I I think that really finding your passion, get into motion. And do something. Just start. Like the idea that you're gonna have it all figured out before you start is yeah. really kind of a fool's game. I mean, my question is, how do you find your passion? Try Just things. Try things. Yeah. Try things, man. Wide variety. Like you're at the age of life, man. Where mine crypto. Well, yeah. I figured out that uh, multimedia is not my passion. That's not it. <laughs> no. All right. Well, hey, look. If you could determine what you don't want to do, you're one step closer to what you want to well, do. That's one off the list. There you go. <laughs> All right. But look, I mean, haven't you used those skills to produce brothers and others? Yeah, no. But, I mean, I think I, I think it's literally we just put it into iMovie and line up the audio. All right. But we have all this set up. That is true. There you go. But uh, I think, yeah, I think it's a good skill to have. But I'm not gonna go to school, like work for that. I understand. I can just use it for my uh, Instagram. 
at Juvecromatic. <laughs> Why? Weightlifting videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need some. You had you had something no, to dude, talk about. I'm serious dude. about. I'm serious about being a personal trainer now. <laughs> I think it's my passion. I want to be like thirty years old and juiced up on steroids. <laughs> no, not <laughs> You'll but die at like sixty if you do that. I heard there's some bad side effects. Oh yes, there is bad side effects. Male reproductive organs. So you <laughs> I've might looked at look them. Into that. I have looked at them really bad. <laughs> that, that's bad. <laughs> Just saying. I've seen that. something to consider. Uh, what was it? Dad wants grandchildren. I do want there's grandkids. There's roid rage. Remember the time Dad told me that about my haircut? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you we're sitting at, like, the campsite, and I was back freshman or sophomore year when I was rocking the buzz cut. And Dad's like, you ever going to change your haircut? I'd like to have grandkids someday. <laughs> so, that stuck with I me. I stand by that. <laughs> your haircut's still pretty I bad. Mean, I have a new haircut. Yeah, it's so. looking good, man. You're looking, I mean, the tie, the suit coat. Yes, I mean, the, the t-shirt and the... You know, you start somewhere. We just need to get you back in the gym, <laughs> dude. I need to, but I don't know. But it's no. I st- the I problem is, you take like an hour to work out, dude. Two. Exactly. <laughs> this but is why I don't lift. I do. No, listen. I do. What are you doing lifting until one a.m. in the morning? I mean, uh, what's wrong with you? Well, I was with we. We take pre-workout and it makes you not want to go to bed. <laughs> okay. But what happened is. Uh, and then you wake up the next day. Is that creatine or is that something different? Creatine is no. different. Okay. Pre workout's just like a whole bunch of caffeine. Speed? Yeah. <laughs> what <Yeah>. speed? <laughs> anyways, uh, no, I just I invite people over and we take cre- uh, pre workout together. and Yeah, just, like, bro, I would lift with you if you lifted like 45 well, minutes. Well, it's fun. Or you just don't want to do it because you're a baby. I have to work. Like, I have to work too. Do you remember during summer I was working on the crew? Dude, yeah, you. I was crazy. working on the crew for eleven hours a day. You were not working eleven hours a day. Pretty dang close. Like ten. nine or ten. That's close to eleven. Okay. But and then I'd go home, take that pre workout, and start lifting for two hours. I and guess dude, it worked, but it was good. I have crazy. abs now, pretty much. Pretty much. I was pretty much. Cause I only have like upper and a little bit. I need to cut like. Okay. I need to cut like ten more pounds. Well, um. Why? Why are you done? Because we're, this is going nowhere. Dad's getting bored. Um. <laughs> Maybe they're not getting bored. I you think they are. Yes. Yeah. Um. So last week, well, not last week. Two weeks ago, when we talked to Colton, we talked about IBC a little bit. Infinite banking concept. Dude, I'm going to get bored. Well, that's tough. <laughs> Dad. I saw your eyes glaze over already. Dad has some experience with that, so I figured we'd give you a little bit of a more in-depth explanation of what that is, why it's a useful thing, even a little bit of how you can get started. Well, first of all, did you say what IBC stands for? Infinite banking concept. What's um, the book called? Becoming Your Own Banker by Nelson Nash. There you go. Should we put it on the link tree, dude? We'll not put it on the link tree. It will be in the description, though. Will it? A link to the Amazon page and a PDF. Will it? Yeah. Yes. Is it? It's open source now. Yeah. Is it free? Dude, the guy's like old. He's an old dead guy. Yeah, exactly. But, so it's like public hey, there, There's a tip. Most good things you learn come from old dead guys. Exactly. All right. Um, That's we why it's still Mises. Yeah. I listen to his book. Anyway, so we're gonna do a little bit of an overview on that. Tell you what's up basically so in like your simplest terms explain like i'm five is what they call it on the internet now 
What is IBC? Is that five minutes or five seconds? No, like you are a five-year-old. Oh, like a five-year-old. It comes from the quote, okay. Einstein once said that, like, if you can't explain something to a five-year-old, you don't understand it yeah, yourself. Yeah, I understand. And look, I mean, full, full disclaimer, <laughs> infinite banking or banking, uh, IBC is something that, man, it takes a while to absorb. So I'm that probably a little, I'm a year in-ish. Um, you know, I've been, I've been reading pretty hard and studying and and am convinced, man, I can't figure out, you know, where the hole is in it. But uh, I'm not sure five-year-olds do a lot of banking, so I might fail fair. miserably at this. Um, but I would say just simply, man, we all bank. You know, we all uh, keep our money in a bank. You know, we all utilize banking for uh, car loans and house loans and uh, student loans, things like that. So infinite banking or the IBC utilizing whole life insurance policies and the cash value of that to kind of replace that banking function in your life. So it really starts by accumulating or capitalizing that banking system uh, by funding uh, and by funding whole life insurance policies uh, through premiums, you know, and accumulating cash balances that then you can use. Uh, to finance the the things that you need in life. So, Jude, how many of those words do you not understand and need further explanation? I'm just going to have to watch this back. I'm not even going to catch it. I mean, that was pretty simple. Don't hit the table. I mean, so, like, that was explained simply, but there was a bunch of jargon that's Mm. not necessarily common. Uh Uh-oh, I'm sorry. Jargon? What's that? (laughs) It's, like, specific wording to, like, a specific concept that's not necessarily in use. So you put the money in a whole life insurance policy, and for the money, you get two things. Number one, you get life insurance in case you die or for when you die. That's the beauty of a whole life insurance policy. So in other words, when when dad dies, I will have, like, 30 Lamborghinis. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's for you. So, you put the money in there, you get some life insurance, yep. but you also accumulate cash value, so you can use the so money. So, what is cash value? Cash value means cash. It means cash. Cash in cash. That, that has a, that you can withdraw This is what I in would, the form of a loan from the life insurance company, this is what I've heard. and then you can utilize it. This is what I've heard, uh, like the amount, like... What I know about infinite banking from is that I've been waiting for this. That you put money into a life insurance policy, and uh, it compounds every yes. how often every year. Yes, continuously. Then, yeah, actually, and then continuously. you can take money out, and uh, the interest pays it back out. Like uh, it fills it back up. I guess. Does that make sense at all? No. Not exactly. I mean, that's not exactly. But, hey, it does. I mean, it does. The the whole concept is to utilize the exponential growth of compound interest, which is what normally happens when you take a loan out on a car. I mean, have you ever, if you probably, you've never had a car loan, but if you've, for those of you at home who have had a car loan <laughs> or, you, car loan or you've looked at, like, your mortgage, Man, when you look at the amount of interest you pay to pay back, like, I mean, say you get a $100,000 car, you pay back, or a house, over 30 years, I mean, you could run the amortization it's probably schedule like, on it. You pay more than My the guess the is double. Yeah. Double, or a little more. No, I'm telling you. So the point is, this banking system allows you to capture that, keep the money in the family uh, for the benefit of the family over time. 
All I know How is much that, uh, interest will I pay on a mortgage? All I know is that I'm going to be driving the 2005 Honda Civic. So at 4%, which is outdated because it's like 7% now. There you go. You're paying about 75% more. There you go. With the interest payments than you would have if you just bought it outright on a house. That's on a house, so 30 years. But no, like, so it says $200,000 at 4%, your monthly payments, nine fifty four. The interest is 143000 Exactly. Interest. Well, about 75%. So the total but cost of your home is $343,000. So that's also at 4%, though, and it's about seven now. Yeah, right. So you're paying, at, you're paying more than double. More than double. Yeah. So, so look. The point is, you want to keep that money in the family rather than in the banking system. So what happens is, you capitalize the policy with premium payments, which are essentially just like your payments that you make to the life insurance company, either monthly or yearly, however you set up your policy. And in return, you get life insurance, and they... (laughs) That's dramatic. In return, you get life insurance, and you also... That money is contractually guaranteed to grow. It depends a little bit on how healthy you are and stuff, but about three or four percent annually. So you're correct? telling me my life insurance. I'd say that's conservative, yeah. Yeah. Around there. Three that, to four percent. That's what it's guaranteed. That's right. So yeah. then on top of that, life insurance companies also pay dividends when they're making money, which can account for what? Another two, three percent you'd say? Yeah, one to two. One probably. to two percent. So you're looking at and life insurance companies have been around like two hundred years or so and they've never not paid dividends. So you're looking at almost 5% year-over-year year growth. That's on the long term. Guaranteed. On the long term. So maybe, I mean, on the long the, term, uh, yeah. It takes a little bit of a startup period. Yeah, so tell me, tell me how much money, if you had like 50K in there, how much would you make in one year? So, so listen. How much would you make in one year? Yeah. So what you're, what you're bringing up is you're asking the question most people ask. Uh, which is what kind of return can I get on a an infinite banking or a whole life insurance policy? And the thing about infinite banking, while there is a return, it's called infinite banking because it's hard to calculate that return because it really isn't about an investment. It's about a strategy to be able to put capital to work and, and replace the banking. Function. So, yeah. So, so, so- Go ahead. Okay, so some of you might be thinking, I don't know, may, most of you might not, but some of you who like know a little bit more about investing are like, 4%, that's not very much. I can get more doing something else. But the, the crazy thing about it is you can take, in the life insurance contract, you have first dibs on getting a loan from the life insurance company. Is the loan you get from them, is the percentage like worked into the contract or is it based off market rates? How is your the interest you pay on the so, loan worked out? So they adjust that rate yearly. Uh, but it's 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 fixed for a year. Like right now, I, I can it, get loans at five percent on one policy and four percent on another. And is that usually about market rate or lower? Um, I would say. I mean, it, you know, we're in an interesting environment. I haven't been exposed long enough to know the answer to that uh, for sure. But certainly now, it's lower. Do yeah. you think? Do you think the, because they don't adjust it daily? Yeah. Do you think the life insurance companies are catching on to what people are doing? No. Um, well. So it's actually... They uh, don't care because it's good for them. It's been around for a long time. It's not a new uh, strategy. Banks are actually uh, the largest owners of whole life insurance policies um, or institutions. So it, this this strategy has been around. It, it's it's predated income tax. It's, it's uh, over a couple hundred years old. People have been doing this. 
so confusing. So the banks yeah. don't care. Like, I mean, the life insurance companies don't care. In fact, some of them, like, advertise it as that a little bit. Like, it's part of their the way their business works. Like, the math is done. They own it. So it helps them, too. They own some. Like, it helps them, too. Yeah. But so essentially, you, you get... You, the, when you take a loan against your cash value in your policy, which is based off of your death benefit, it like holds the death benefit as collateral, essentially. And when you take a loan from that, you pay that 4 or 5%, whatever it's calculated at, but your money is still growing That's at right. the 4 or 5% annually that we talked about earlier. Yep. So your interest kind of cancels out almost. Yeah. In the long term, in the long yeah, term, like that. In fact, so. I mean, the the beauty of it is, it is an and. I mean, so it's so you you but place so the yeah. money in a policy. So take, there is a return, but you can use that money to generate. So yeah, you can take a loan out against your policy and invest it somewhere else. So you're still making money in the policy, and then you can invest it in real estate or stocks or whatever you think your investment is that you can think is better. You can do both. So that's kind of the crazy part about. So then the whole you thing. recapture that money in your in your policy as yep. you make those payments over time and the interest goes to you exactly rather than to the bank yes does that make sense you do have to pay the interest back yeah it is a loan but they charge you simple so interest. yeah nelson nash talks about it a little bit in the book you have to pay yourself back otherwise the system will fall apart. absolutely but it's not like if you miss a payment it's not like they're gonna foreclose on your house or anything because they have the guarantee like, you're going to die at some point. So if you die before you pay off the loan, then they just take it out of their death benefit before they disperse it to your family. Wait, so they get money when you die, too? If you uh, still have loans out. They, they pay off the loans, yes, with the cash value, with the insurance proceeds. So, so I'll have loans out when I die, most likely. And <clears throat> the death benefit, which will far exceed the cash value, unless you hit, like, really old... <laughs> Well, at 120, they pay out your death benefit That's right. anyway. That's so right. Even if you Wait, do like live absurdly long, you'll just get your death benefit when you're 120 instead of when you actually die. So, hypothet hypothetically, how much money do you think is going to be saved up there when you die? <laughs> I have no I'm idea. Asking for a friend. I have no idea. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> Dude. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Enough. So, uh, the beauty of it is I can control where that goes. I mean, so, oh, you know. Man. Don't get too excited. It'll just cut you out. <laughs> no, it's just, just just learn how to work it, man, so you can be a good steward. I won't even need it by then. Yeah. I'll be successful. Yeah, totally. Yes. But um, I was going to say one more thing, and then we were going to move on. What was it? Why, why do you decide when we move on? Because we've run its course. Do you have something else to say about this? No. <laughs> if you want to move on, you can say. I'm ready to move on. Taking control. Okay, I can't think of what I was going to say, so we'll move on. I no. got it. Okay, so, Dad. So, we all know. Well, no, we don't all know, but you're going to know. Dad has started flying. Yeah. How is that? How is that? I wondered. I haven't asked you, really. Dude, it was uh, it was amazing, man. I, uh... So it's something I've dreamed about for probably 20 years, uh, getting a pilot's license. I want to I have this dream of being able to throw mom in an airplane, fly to Chicago, have dinner, and come home. Only mom? Yeah, mainly mom. We're going to be gone by the time. Yeah, that's not, a rip. Not you. 
Um, I'll get my own pilot's license shoot, and I'll look, pick you. You're, you're just not in that that dream, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll definitely fly you somewhere. <laughs> but that's messed up. Anyway, we'll have a family, family trip to like Hawaii. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. We could do that. That's a lot of ocean, man. That's a lot of ocean to fly around. But no, it was really neat, man. It was uh, it was really cool. I uh, so I'm kind of an engineer at, at heart. I, I love to know the way things work, and man. Maybe you know, that's why that hasn't sold the RV, despite it keeps breaking down. He <laughs> yeah. secretly enjoys working on it. I think I we do. <laughs> I think so. we sell the RV and buy a plane. Okay. Boom, ten, supersonic ten um, jet. Anyways, let's listen to what he has mm-hmm. to say about his flying. No, I mean, that, that was it. It was a lot of fun. Right. I'm looking forward to doing it again. I can't wait. Can I'm you hooked. speed in the plane? It, I was in like a Cessna 172, which is like a really boring. No, the speed limit slow. over the United States is. Plane. The speed of sound and like not very many planes go. No, because I I have a buddy, and he's going to pilot school and mm-hmm. he flies like a lot now, mm-hmm. and uh, he always drove really fast in his car, so I have a feeling he's gonna be like speeding in the plane. I thought you can't. That's not a thing. Why not? <laughs> because you know, there's no speed limit. He's gonna be in the military though, so he'll get a fly. He might speed. He'll get a fly fun planes in. So like, I mean, airplanes have a. They, their airframe can only handle so much speed before the wing rips off. So, <laughs> so if you try that, you don't want to speed. You kind of want to stick which, inside the little yet the green zone on the airspeed indicator. Speaking of which, uh, my, number one. my car <laughs> had some a high speed encounter. <laughs> a uh, high speed encounter with the city limit Alta Vista city limit sign. How that white lightning! Too? White lightning did come over. Uh, she still drives, and the sign is completely destroyed. So, so I got a oh. question. I got a question about that. What side of the road was the sign on? Uh, right-hand side. It was on the right-hand side <laughs> of the road. Side so what side of your car hit the sign? That, that is the thing that makes so what, sense. What side of the car hit the, left. the sign? The, the left. left side, right. So no, it was like the Just middle. to make sure I got this clear, the <laughs> sign was on the right of the road. <laughs> And, and all the damage on your car is on the left. Yes. So how's that happen? I don't understand because the right is completely untouched. Mm-hmm. I don't the understand left is either. Completely ruined. Yeah. So how did you end up fixed. completely in the ditch? Be honest. All right. Listen here. Don't throw me under. Like, don't get mad. But I will say, I was, I was trying to hit a drift. <laughs> did you know your car's front wheel drive? <laughs> Hey. Listen, you don't get physics, do you? No. no. <laughs> Listen, I almost failed. Fi- no, I didn't. But I didn't do too good. Anymore. I used a lot of brain lead. Right. But uh, no. So what happened is, I like I had my phone out and I was gonna record. I was gonna be like, this drift is gonna be awesome. And do you so, have the video? Yeah. Can we put a clip to the video? We'll put the, we'll put right, the right. clip in. We'll just include it. Nah. I haven't got to see it yet. <laughs> oh, man. You got so lucky because Dad was busy that day, so he wouldn't like, do anything about it. He was like, well, I have to Well, it's because it. it wasn't Dad's issue. I had to fix everything myself. <laughs> That's right, dude. I think it's not Literally, no. Dad never cares when Jude does it. It's because I had to fix it, and I learned my lesson. Jude's car gets impounded, and Dad's just like, well, you have to pay to get it out. <laughs> he doesn't even say anything. He doesn't even say anything. He just keeps driving. <laughs> we will put that, that. That'll be playing on the screen right now, probably. But yeah. Oh my god. I get the. I get the. 
I did get the tires burning, though. Did you hear that? <laughs> so then what do you have to do about that, dude? So uh, <laughs> after that, the side effects were I had to call KDOT, and they said they're going to send me a bill. I don't know when. Did they have an estimate on how much your bill no. was going to be? No. That's the scary part. They could be like, well, that song was uh, $5,000. I think we should certainly send them a copy of this. So no. That should help with the, video, with the cost what? of the sign. What does the average road sign <laughs> and then also, uh, I had to go to Hessen Sons in Junction City yeah. and grab myself a headlight that did not seem happy mm. at all. The Thirty-five dollars a square foot. So I'd say you're probably three. So you're probably like four hundred bucks. No, I wouldn't say that. I'd say probably one hundred and fifty bucks to be honest. Dude, do you ever you know what a state worker gets paid? I mean. And true. there'll be like ten of them with <laughs> a sign in. I don't even. I think they may have forgotten. I don't think so, dude. Okay. It'll they'll they'll send you a bill probably about next, next fall. <laughs> oh, that's good because I'll have about my money. 12, 12, 12 months. That'll something like that. They should have it. That'll be all right. <laughs> what, okay. no, no one will be able to tell. What's where the time limit on a brothers and others podcast? Do you have one? You're about to do a few damage. Hey, your insurance might pay for it. Oh, yeah, no, no. Uh, I don't need to see the video. They, well, they don't have to see the video. Look, I'm not paying higher rates for that. Wait, will I have to pay higher insurance? Oh, rates? yes, you would. Oh, you, we'll uh, you might, you're lucky they didn't give you a ticket because that'd be $100. Oh, well. Really? Okay. I didn't call the law. Oh, yeah. So, okay. dude, what did you learn from that whole adventure? <laughs> Number one, do not record your drifts because they're not cool and if I will drive car yeah so you only got like a couple hundred bucks Look, number I, two I should, I should t- teach you how to do a reverse donut that's really <laughs> that's really I'll where hit, it's at I'll hit something worse <laughs> it's really where it's at you should be glad you didn't hit car. like the big rocks with the no, water what, I, what is surprising though is my car is in better shape than before now Dude, she has no, a brand new light. No, it's not. I don't know, man. Have you seen it? It seems faster. We'll post. Dude, no. Do not know. Before and after photos. No, are. listen. They get the the wind. The wind goes into the radiator yeah. faster, and so no. it cools cool. it better. It's that doesn't really matter that much, though. It matters enough. Your drag coefficient went way up. It is fall. I no, do. It's not hot. I idea, do. So. I do feel like my car is getting worse gas mileage. <laughs> no, I wonder why. Like we should probably end it though. Um, thank you, Dad. <laughs> Hopefully the audio works this time. Yeah. Um, hit us up, share us, get a sticker. Um, you guys really didn't talk about any current events this time. Oh, we had more interesting yeah, stuff to talk we got, about. We got ten more minutes. <laughs> I added. Not ten more. <laughs> Maybe five. What current events are there right now? Um, Ukraine bombed a bridge to Crimea from Russia, and Putin says it was a terroristic act, and <laughs> everybody else is like, we're on the brink of a nuclear war. So I'm actually kind of conflicted if this is actually what's happening. On one hand, Putin's not stupid. Like, he's crazy, but he's not stupid. So I don't say. think he would willingly go into, like, yeah, I'm going to die too. I don't think so. But the other theory I see... Wait a second. What if he's convinced that he's going to die? No, this is this is what I'm getting okay. to. So the other theory I've seen is Putin's all old up in age now. And some people, How old is he? He's like 70, I yes, think. Yes, that's correct. He so, just turned 70, yeah, right? His so, birthday was two days ago. So a bunch of people are like, well, maybe he's like, well, I'm going to die soon anyway. So how legendary would it be if I took out the rest of the world with me? So these are the two conflicting views I've seen on will Putin actually end the world. Let's hope that one doesn't happen. But... I think we have pretty good anti-nuke defenses here. Do we? 
Yes. No. Have, yes. Have they ever been used? No. To like? Yes. They've never been tested. Exactly. <laughs> so how do you know if they're good? I'm slightly concerned that we're having a casual conversation about the possibility of what are you going to do about it, Matt? War. What are you going to do about it? We're going to get in the plane. <laughs> I think we should all freak out and go Honestly, to the bunker and buy some dude, like emergency food supplies. We're in the middle of Kansas. We'll be fine. Like, yeah, we have. Might. You ever seen Jericho? Oh, that they show, all survived. That show was scary. We have all the it food, was good, though. Very real. Like you won't be able to watch your brothers and stinking home like Kansas. Yeah, you won't be able to watch your brothers and others podcast anymore because the internet will probably go down. <laughs> but Starling. that will be the saddest Starling. part. Yeah, we live in Kansas, so it's not like we'll run out of food. Yeah. it's not like we're a big target or anything. But we'll always hey, be. <clears throat> do you think anybody will come here? No. Wrong. Why? What would they do because, in Alta Vista, Kansas? Because we have food and. Like we're not as affected as the rest of the insane, oh, yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah, no, we'll have to do it with all the. We'll have to take care of all the city like zombies, people, right? But like, we're not going to get nuked here. Okay. We got guns. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll okay. Be fine. We, with that, I mean, now that we're all smarter, having so, discussed current events, <laughs> I think we should probably end up there, though. Dude. Okay. Uh, share us, dude. The the podcast views have been well, kind of is, falling off. This is my topic. All right. You have to share us. To get a sticker, you have to share us to support us. If you don't hit the like button, you suck. And yeah. Shout out to Uncle Shane, always being the first hey, to listen to the podcast. He, everyone needs to aspire to be like him. He wakes up and works out. And, and the first thing he does others. is look if the Brothers and Other podcast is posted. He was very sad last week, he told us, because he missed it. Exactly. So we need more viewers Uncle like Shane. you. We need more viewers. Or Cohen Swally. My boy said he missed the podcast. Yeah, so all of you, we, we do appreciate the the exactly. shout-out for us missing the podcast. We apologize about that. That's what keeps us going. <laughs> Dude, we had to we we had had start it. Dude, off the yeah, earlier today. He was, June was about done. We tried to record this right after church, and he's like... He's like, I don't want to do it. Rest. <laughs> like we have one in love. So now we're here at nine. We just need to get him pre-workout. Yeah, that's just, what he needs. I was not having. <laughs> like I never have time to do anything. My life is done. Listen, dude. Right. Way, I, way to pull it out. Listen, like, I have back. This is what I've got going on. He's my like, people right bully me at school about the podcast. <laughs> what did I say? You that? told me that last week. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. People bully me. No, I said if we would use these stickers without a QR code, <laughs> I'd get asked a hundred times why the QR code doesn't work. We did get the QR code working yeah. for free, so that's quite exciting. So yeah, post like just stick them to anything, and then people will be like, "What's this?" and scan it, and we'll get bigger, and then we can make merch. And then so I will have money. Exactly, <laughs> and we can make a better podcast. So, spread the word. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Adios. <laughs>